It is my belief that 99% of fitness studio owners and personal trainers are going to be priced out of the Facebook ads marketplace. So this is recommended listening if you run Facebook ads and especially if you rely on Facebook ads as your primary growth strategy. If most of your new clients come from Facebook ads, you need to listen to this. So the problem is that Facebook ads have been going up in price on average at least 200% year on year. And this is not a new trend. This is something that's been published over and over again. I was talking about this years ago and I've predicted this day for a long time, but now it seems like the, the predictions are actually coming true, at least in certain parts of the world. And I think it's better that you brace and prepare for the future and restructure what you're doing if you wanna keep using Facebook ads. So the ads are going up 200% year on year. Prices are going up. And this doesn't seem like a bad issue at the beginning because if you ran ads last year and you're used to paying, for example, 10 pounds a lead, and then this year you've noticed now you're paying 12 pounds a lead, it's kind of like not a big problem. It, it feels like the, the toad or the frog in hot water metaphor comes to mind where the temperature is being turned up slowly. You're being boiled alive, but you don't really notice it. It's not that uncomfortable. So you can easily get cognitive dissonance and forget about it. But what happens is after three years, four years, five years, which come by very quickly with a physical business, before you know it, with those increases, now you end up paying 20 pounds a lead, 25 pounds a lead. And you start to realize how unsustainable that becomes. So I remember when I first started running Facebook ads way back over 10 years ago, probably in around 2011, 2012, that ads were so cheap back then. I could pick up leads for less than a pound and close a client for like, you know, under a fiver. And I remember those days vividly. But every year since then, and I've been in business more than 12 years, growing predominantly from Facebook ads. Facebook ads have always been my main method of growing studios and boot camps. And I've gone from paying five pounds a customer to today we pay 50 pounds on average to acquire a customer from Facebook ads. Sometimes a bit less, sometimes a little more, but around about 50 is a respectable number. So 50 is still good. However, it's 10 times more than paying five pounds. And so what you've got to remember is that if you're planning to grow by a certain number of clients each month and you set a budget, like you set a 1,000 pound budget per month for your ads, then you have to understand and accept the fact that in two, three, maybe four years from now, you're not going to be able to get anywhere near the same number of customer growth for that ad spend because it's gonna get more expensive. So either you have to accept slower growth or you have to spend two, three, four times as much on advertising. And that could mean if you're spending 1,000 a month today, that could mean in the next couple of years to grow at the same rate, you're gonna to have to have a four to 5,000 pounds a month ads budget. That is not gonna be sustainable. It's gonna really crush your operating expenses and you're not gonna have any profit left over. And therefore, that's how most uh, studios are gonna get priced out of the market. So 
How do you prepare for that? What do you do to stay competitive and keep consistently growing at a good rate, even with all these market changes? And more specifically, how have I done this? Because like I said, I've been running six-week challenges through Facebook ads and a simple phone, uh, phone call funnel. I've never changed it, never played around with other offers, never had offer fatigue, never had challenge fatigue. That's just all mythical bullshit that rubbish ads managers tell you why your ads aren't working. The reason you're, the real reason your ads aren't working as well and, and they're costing more is simply because, like I've said, the cost is just going up year on year. Facebook ads is a piece of prime real estate, the same way that property in Dubai goes up year on year as it gets more and more popular. The Facebook marketplace is no different. So there's nothing you can really do to keep your lead costs as low as they were in 2015. That's a lost cause. It's a poor strategy. It's an awful benchmark, but it's what I know most of you are unfortunately doing. And even worse, it's what most ads managers and agency owners are doing out there. And so what I'm saying is basically that trying to keep your lead cost down in those numbers is essentially a, a battle of diminishing returns. It's a losing battle because even if you do reduce your lead costs uh, by 100% this year, Facebook is just probably going to put the price up by 200% next year. And then, what, and then what do you do? So the only real solution long-term is to learn how to spend more. So this is the secret right now of how I've done this, how over the years I've been able to consistently grow studio after studio after studio, getting 30 to 50 new client sales every single month. And, and we've been able to scale across the UK. Because remember, there's nothing that different that we're doing at the Transform Hub to, get, to grow our 28 locations today. You know, we're still running six-week challenges. We're still running Facebook ads. We're doing the same thing as everybody else. Everyone, everyone else is running a six-week challenge. There's loads of gyms in the same area. Everyone's running Facebook ads, but yet they're all losing. And only, only we're in the top 1% of gyms growing at the rate that we are in the UK and in most of the world. So what are we doing differently? I'm telling you today, the secret is not in the ad copy. It's not in the what image that we're using. It's nothing technical on the front end. The way we're winning, as always in anything in life, is through a better back-end long-term strategy and a different mindset. So today I want to actually reveal that to you. And it's what I call the fitness studio flywheel. So what is a flywheel? In business terms, and this was really made famous by Amazon, a flywheel is a component of your business that you build something that attracts people at a good profit, and with that, you can acquire customers at such a good rate that the profit you generate on the front end allows you to reinvest and continue scaling and getting more of those customers on the front end and it has no consequence on the back end of your business. So essentially, you're able to liquidate your ad spend and grow for free, okay? So this is, um, this. I've been doing this for you know over 10 years. It was one of the very first lessons about business I fortunately learned from Dan Kennedy, 
the late great Dan Kennedy, who was a master business strategist, and where he said that he who spends the most to acquire the customer always wins the market. Anyone who's been following me the last five, 10 years knows this is a line I've told you over and over and over again. He who spends the most to acquire the customer wins the market. Meaning, if I can outspend you for the same lead, if we're in the same area and we're competing for the same customer for our six-week challenge, and I can spend £100 to acquire that customer, and you're only willing to spend £30, guess who Facebook is going to give the lead to? It's a real estate system. It's an auction system. It goes to the highest bidder. So... That's the what you need to do. You need to build a, a flywheel, which is a self-sustaining model that allows you to continue buying customers at a profit and keep spending and keep reinvesting cash flow back into advertising as soon as possible, no matter how much your cost per lead goes up. So like I said, trying to constantly keep your cost per lead down is a losing battle if that's all you're doing if you're just trying to split test ads, if you're just trying to rotate around different offers, you're, you're in defense and it's never going to work. You must structure your business front end and back end to be, able to, to be able to spend more than all your competitors. That is literally how we do it. So the flywheel then has basically, my flywheel is made of 10 different systems that are a combination of front-end systems and strategies and some systems on the back end of the business. And what the flywheel does with these 10 systems is we have four main objectives. So this is what you need to think about. We're talking about high-level marketing strategy right now. You should have four major objectives in your marketing strategy. Number one, write this down. The first major objective of your marketing strategy of your flywheel is to lower the cost per lead. Now, didn't I just say that lowering cost per lead was a losing battle? I did, but I said it was a losing battle if that's all you're doing. You definitely can still lower your cost per lead with a few tactics, and you definitely should, or at least your ads manager should be doing that. If you have someone managing your ads, then it's their job. Their only focus should be to lower the CPL because that's what they're best at doing. Whereas the following three objectives, which actually make the, the most biggest difference, these are all in your business and really only you have full control over these. So in essence, what I'm saying is you can lower the CPL, but it's going to be minimal effectiveness compared to the next three steps. So your ads manager should be working to lower the CPL and you will then focus on the next three things, which are going to really blow up your ability to spend more money. So the next, the second objective is to increase your sales conversion rate. In other words, you want to increase your lead to sale ratio. The lead to sale ratio is you take the total number of leads that you generated in the last month or so, that will be opt-ins, the, the name, email, and phone numbers you generated. And then you look at how many total sales were made, how many customers did you get, from that number of leads. So if you generated 100 leads last month and you closed 20 clients, that would be a 20% lead to sale ratio. 
and that's the number you want to improve. You want to obviously close as many of the, of the leads that come in. So this is done on the front. This is still a very front end kind of thing. You know, this is about, this is, for example, uh, following up your leads properly, getting on the phone to them quickly, learning how to sell, having a great offer, having the right price point for your market and all these different things, learning how to craft an offer with bonuses and value stacking, risk reversals, and that's a whole art in itself that I teach my clients. Um, so you do all these things, and so your offer looks absolutely amazing. Our six-week challenge sells like crazy and has, and has sold for years and years and years because it's such an attractive offer. Sure, everyone else has a six-week challenge, but our six-week challenge looks way better, okay, because of the offer and how we structure it. So that's the first two objectives. Lower your CPL and increase your sales conversion rate or your lead-to-sale ratio. This, These two things are going to help you if you get leads for less and then you close more of those leads that, of course, means you're going to stay in the Facebook ads game. And even if Facebook put their prices up or when they put their prices up, you don't. it doesn't have to disrupt your marketing campaign. You can still be getting a similar number of sales and growth for your budgeted ad spend. Now, the flywheel also contains two more. Most of the top gyms and studios only do those two steps, but we go further and we've had exponential growth quantum leap growth because we do the following two objectives in our flywheel as well. So objective number three of our flywheel is to increase EPL, which stands for earning per lead. So not many people talk about this, but you have everyone talks about cost per lead or cost per sale, but no one talks about earning per lead or earning per sale. So the EPL is on average how much you make for every lead you generate. Or in other words, it's increasing the value of each of your leads. So the way we do that is of course by for, you know improving, improving our conversion rate, but mostly this is to do with follow-up. So this is about increasing the chances that every lead that comes through is going to buy from you, not just today, not just in two days, but also in the next seven days in the next 30, 60, 90 days even. So you need a full detailed follow-up system that follows that lead for the first seven days in a particular way, in, a, in the first seven days of them opting in. And then if they still don't buy from you, you need a system that follows that lead and communicates and nurtures them for pretty much until the end of time. And the longer you have your system built in and the more effective and powerful it is and you're tracking it, you're then able to see how many leads actually buy from you. Because here's the thing, most fit pros only look at if they had 100 leads this month, we're in April right now. So let's say you had 100 leads this month in April, then you look at how many sales you made. Maybe you made 10 sales out of those 100 leads this month. And then you tend to think that's that was the total earning per lead, right? You, the 10 sales. However, if you have a follow-up system in place and you follow up with the 90 leads that did not buy in April and you follow up with them in May and you follow up with them again in June, 
And then maybe in May, three more of those people buy from you. Maybe in June, two more of them buy from you. And then maybe in September, when it's back to school and it's a big boom period, maybe another 10 of them finally buy from you. But if you didn't have that systemized and you weren't tracking that, you wouldn't know what the true value of or the true conversion rate long term or what you have going on is. So you really want to build a back-end system like that that's going to increase that earning per lead, increase the conversion rate in the long term so that you know every time you're generating leads every month, a number of those are going to residually buy from you through the rest of the year. And again, over time, it adds up. You've got to be aware of cognitive dissonance where we think, well, if I can't see the immediate ROI of that right now, it's not important, but it is. Because if you look back from six months from now, look at all the leads you collected in the last year before today. How many of those leads you let go to the wayside if you had followed up with every single lead in the last year up until now, how many more sales would you have had? You could have literally had 20, 30, 40, 50 more customers, five, six, seven thousand pounds a month revenue today but you didn't take those actions over the last six, 12 months. So always remember that, guys, that you, anything you're struggling with today is simply a direct result of what you failed to do the last 90 days to six months. So adding in that follow-up sequence is the third objective. And the fourth objective of the flywheel is to increase customer lifetime value. So the customer lifetime value, which means how much we earn per customer on average, over the lifetime that we have them, and particularly in the first month is very important. So we want to increase the 30-day LTV and the back-end LTV, but the 30-day LTV is extremely important for us because, remember, as Facebook ads are inevitably going up in price, we're going to have to start spending more just to keep aggressively getting the number of client sales we want each month. All of our gyms aim for a minimum 50 sales a month. So it's just getting more and more expensive over the years. But we're willing to keep playing the game. All our competitors get priced out because they don't have a strategy like this in place. And they're still wishing to get five pound leads again. So they drop off one by one, but we keep paying and we keep hitting our goals. Now, the problem with that is if we have to start spending £2,000 a month instead of 1000 to get that same level of growth, it's cutting into our profits now. So that's where we make changes to the, th the first 30 days of acquiring that customer so that we want to make more money from the customer in the first 30 days. This is called what I call cash front loading. It's front loading the cash. Like when you front load a squat and do a front squat, you bring the weight to the front. That's what we're doing here. You bring the weight to the front. And why is, this, why is a front squat so good? Because when you bring the weight or the load to the front, it takes pressure off the back. So we want to front load the cash, which means the more money you make from the customer in the first 30 days by bringing their money forward, the, the, the easier it becomes on the back end to sustain that client and sustain your profitability. So this is things like once they've signed up for your FEO, it's of course charging more money for the FEO. Make sure you're charging a premium price. 
It's making sure you have an upsell or a number of upsells. You want to make sure you're upselling a supplements package, a merchandise like training gear package. Make sure you know, you're then upselling a back-end membership option. Make sure you're generating referral from everyone. Make sure that everyone who signs up, you ask if they want to come and try it with a friend. It could be letting a friend come and try it out for the first week for free with them. And then you get them to sign up as a customer. So there's many different strategies we use. We use multiple different systems that, I, that we put in our gyms and I teach my FitPro clients. And they just dramatically increase the LTV. So even if, so in this case, the reason we're doing all this again is so that in the worst case possible, right? Really the worst case marketing possible would be that you break even in your marketing, meaning that the worst case, if you're charging 200 pounds for your six-week challenge or any front-end offer, and you had to spend 200 pounds on marketing just to acquire that one customer and you break even on the front, that would essentially be the worst case, right? Because if you had to pay more than that, then your front-end offer becomes a loss leader, right? We actually lose money on the front and uh, a lot of big companies actually do that, but it's a risky model. So for us, the worst case we look at is if we had to, if, if it went to hell and Facebook ramped their prices up and there's nothing we could do about it, how could we build our business in a way so that even if they, they charged us 200 pounds was our cost per sale, how could we still make sure that we would break even and then we would have more money coming in in the next 30 days. So it would keep us profitable on the front. So that would be the very, very worst case. And again, it's nothing, not near those numbers yet. Although in some parts of the world, some of the guys I help in Australia, for example, or some parts of the US that are like, like California and places like that, this is fast becoming the reality for them. And they come, they've come back to work with me and said, Justin, you, you said this was going to happen five years ago. I need to know what to do now. I didn't prepare. I didn't change anything a couple of years ago. And now I'm getting hit with this. And it's costing me $200 in ads just to get a customer. And it's not sustainable. I can't spend that much. I need, I need 20 clients a month. I can't spend $4,000 on ads. And what I do when we build a flywheel then they quickly realize they can spend $4,000. And that mean, what that means is they'll, they'll be able to spend $4,000 because they're going to get cheaper leads. More of those leads are going to buy. They're going to they're get um, a higher paying customer and they're going to upsell and get referrals from that customer in the first 30 days. So that worst case, if one of my clients pays $4,000 in a month for advertising and they only make 20 sales uh, at $200 each and they make $4,000 back and they've broken even, but then we've got upsell revenue, we've got ascension revenue when, when we get 50, 60% of those challenges to sign up back end as well and add to the recurring revenue, then they realize, huh, I can do this at a profit and they've now really, um, they've, they've, they've followed the fundamental rule in that they're able to spend the most. They can spend more than all their local competitors to do this. And the reason, one of the reasons they pay the most, if you're in an area where your, your lead costs are just astronomically, chronically high, it's because you have a lot of competition. 
doing the same thing. So the way you beat the competition, like, if, like if I'm repeating over and over again, so this, this goes in to help you. If, if, if one of my guys or one of our gyms is in that area and we can happily spend $4,000 to get our 20 customers, but, but the other gyms can't, then they are priced out and we stay in the game. Is it perfect? Hell no. I would much rather go back to 2014 and, and be able to get leads for, for a dollar each. But that's like saying I would love to go to Dubai 40 years ago and buy a piece of cheap desert land before they built a city on it. That's the reality of it, guys. You've missed that boat. I've been telling fit pros for more than eight years to get on Facebook ads and very few listened. And now that boat is sailing. The thing is as well, though, is if you get, if you get priced out of Facebook ads and you can't even get into the game because you, you don't have a flywheel working for you, then there's no alternative. There is no other paid ads platform that comes close to Facebook for the number of leads, the ease of the leads, and the price of the leads you can get. There's nowhere else to go. So if you want to grow, you want to scale, the only way to do that and have consistent scalable growth is through paid advertising. And the only way to be able to do that now in some areas, or at least in the next couple of years, it's coming. You're going to have to be able to spend more and be able to spend more than your competitors. And when you do that, you are going to win the market and still make a profit. He who spends the most to acquire the customer and can still make a profit wins the market. That's the one law I've stuck to more than anything for 10 years. It's the law I'm sticking to today. And it's going to be the law of business that gets me through the next 10 years as well. Let me know if this helps. And if you want my help to build a flywheel with you and implement these 10 major systems into your fitness business, we can do that over the next couple of weeks. We can do it for an extremely low investment that you wouldn't believe. Uh, and we can get that done all in the next couple of weeks. Follow the link below the podcast. Uh, you can book in a, a time to talk with me. If you're, if you're concerned about this thing and you want my help, book in a call. We'll chat. We'll review your ads. I will look at where I can plug in my flywheel systems and keep you in the game so you stay competitive and you can keep scaling with Facebook ads.